There is a fifth dimension. A dimension of sound. Damn it, Frank! We tell him to be quiet. I spill my hot cup of Uranus again. A dimension of sight. Hey, Arch. I'm gonna sock you in the puss. A dimension of mind. Nan Adams, is that you? Ah! Ah! Next stop, the Twilight Zone. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fifth Dimension Twilight Zone podcast. Uh, I am uh, one of your non-waving hosts, Nick, and of course, we're here to talk Rod Sterling's favorite series and podcast, even though he's not longer alive. Okay, so hold on a second. My phone decided to decide to answer me. We're back. We're here. We're clear. We're blue. We're here at four o'clock. Not communists. We're not communists that we know of. I don't know. I'm watching you. Watching. I am. I am wearing reds. So. <laughs> yeah, you are a Bills fan, so yeah. yeah. No. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> At least you're not a Bears fan. That's all I can say. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> thirteen for thirteen with three touchdowns, and they lose. <laughs> yep. My God. That is man. that is that is the uh, joy and the beauty of the Bears. Duh, Bears. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have no idea what we're talking about here. Probably better that you don't. (laughs) I know it's the foosball. Yay! Yeah. My daughter does. We're talking about Bill Brasky, that son of a bitch. I watch her cheer, (laughs) and I have no idea who's winning half the time. (laughs) Yeah, just cheer on the young. Did we win? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) He he has a flag that just says go team. He's just waving (laughs) it like this. I'm just, I'm just, it's actually, I've thought about it. Because my oldest daughter was a cheerleader too, and I always went for her to watch her cheer and cheer her on. So I'm like that guy who's always down by the cheerleaders, and it dawned on me. I was like, that could come off as weird. <laughs> but I'm paying no attention to the Jacob, game. Always down there with the cheerleaders. <laughs> when it comes when it comes to you, Jacob, nothing's ever that weird. Trust nah. me. <laughs> That's why we love you. I just own it. So if Franco used to sell a shirt that said "Go Sports," maybe you can get one of them. <laughs> Go Sounds like Philip DeFranco. Sports ball. There you go. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. Uh, anyways, so yeah, the Twilight Zone. It's a it's a series. Sometimes there's good episodes. Sometimes there's four o'clock. It's just how this thing rolls. <laughs> so you know anyways, what? The one thing you can say about this episode is that it's four o'clock somewhere. And Triv has left the podcast. <laughs> we don't know why. <laughs> Can't get rid We're of me that easily. <laughs> I'm like that bird. But anyways, right. Not so Jacob, tr- Jacob, Triv, yes, uh, how are you guys? Not a communist, at least last time I checked. Good. It's three thirty uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still normal size. Same. Right. <laughs> you're you're not calling up all your all your enemies to tell them that they're going to be disowned by society. I ain't got that kind of time. Nope. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure if I'm two foot tall or not because I don't know like scale wise. How tall I am? You're bolted to the floor, isn't that right? Kind of, uh, kind yeah. of. Bolted like non-Jesus or Jesus? Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, how the hell are you guys? Everything good? Everything wonderful? We have we have Raymond back. Yay! He's, uh, I'm here. Woohoo! He, he said if we don't put him on this episode, he will uh, disown us and uh, never talk to us again. And then he called back and said, "I'm sorry, please put me on the episode." And I was like, "No." And then Jacob's like, damn it, why'd you make me watch this episode is what he said after that. (laughs) (laughs) Life is hard enough and you've got me watching this. 
I told I Nick, hey, one of my least favorite episodes of all time is coming up. He's like, hey, so you're on for that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> I gave him an ultimatum. I said, you can either watch that or Jezebel. He's like, oh, God, just put Oof. me on 4 o'clock. Man, I can't wait Oof. for this Jezebel episode. Of her. And Someone? then he threatened to call my boss and tell him I'm a communist. So. Oh, God. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about ruining the lives of others for my gain, my personal gain. Was I not actually? What gain? He has no gain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, do you guys think that he's got a leak in his attic a mile wide? Definitely, he's got a leak in his crawl space. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Wait a minute, ain't a leak. Is he? Is, because is he gonna take the st- <laughs> is he gonna take the stiffness out of the, the propeller? Ship is going down. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna take the stiffness out of the podcast. This will take the stiffness out of the podcast. Yeah, and then go All right, like, I'll leave like a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyways, how the hell are you guys doing? Good, doing great. We're here yeah. on video and audio feeds. Doing with a vengeance. Past. I am part of this podcast. Is Jacob turned into the most interesting man in the world? Well, yeah, duh. Ah, Besides the Twilight Zone. The <laughs> <laughs> ah, o'clock. Well, you know, we haven't started talking about penis stretchers yet, so I think we're doing okay. Penis torches? Yes. What's a penis torch? I said penis stretchers. Let me look it up. What the uh, fuck? Well, while Jacob looks that up, uh, <laughs> we're on audio feeds like Anchor and SoundCloud and Audio Boom. Please rate, subscribe. You know what to do. Subscribe to listen to this audio. It's wonderful. It's great. I think it's the best thing we do ever. <laughs> oh. Jacob just found a thing. Oh, no. Oh, and if you don't subscribe and rate us on various audio platforms, we will call your bosses anonymously and threaten you. What the fuck is that? That's a good question. (laughs) Is it like a UK version of a torch, which means a penis flashlight? (laughs) Flashlight or flashlight? Both? It could be both. Thank God we're out of the minute range of this episode. Thank God. <laughs> I can actually make money off the episode. Well, you know, we're like past the 90 second mark, and that's all the YouTube listens to. I know. Right? Well, that, that's all anybody listens to if they <laughs> listen to us. That's the whole 90 seconds. The one that matter, the ones that matter do. So so that was a much better discussion than we're gonna have on episode <laughs> think, season three. I episode think we're 29. gonna have a blood sports level discussion on me. this bad motherfucker. Yeah, true, you, true, you, you were very vocal about this by our conversations. <laughs> what on the, the thumbnail? Four o'clock, <laughs> the penis torch episode. <laughs> the one about penis torches. <laughs> four o'clock, the bloodletting. The bloodletting begins. Oh, penis torches God. at four o'clock. I the said penis. Weird. Wait, just real quick. I said penis stretchers, didn't I? I didn't say yes, penis torches. Did. Okay, I, I just wanted to double check torches. because. Oh God, am I that stupid? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you, you you did say stretcher. Okay, oh, thank God. We can talk about Jacob those is too. just in a market for a penis <laughs> shape like <laughs> Good penis torch out there. Anybody who's got one available, send me your link to your Etsy store. <laughs> you, you know, we could we could set up a penis stretcher store and call it uh, you know Oliver Krangles penis stretcher <laughs> penis torch stretcher penis. Four o'clock. Penis. It's not working, man. Let it go. Let it go. We we could open up a store called Once Upon a Penis Stretcher. <laughs> once upon a penis. I guarantee we get everybody coming at least once. That's what she said. 
<laughs> that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the uh, tagline over the store. Everybody comes make in. You come once. <laughs> Everybody comes in once. We'll make it come in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so so anyways, so we're gonna be talking about season three, episode twenty nine, called Four O'clock. Once again, directed by Lamont Johnson in his second episode in a week or two weeks, written by Rod Serling, uh, based on Four O'clock by Price Day. Okay, nice name. Uh, production code 4832, air date April 6th, uh, just right off April Fool's Day, 1962. Uh, stars Theodore Bickle, Moyna McGill, McGill, is that how you say Moyna? Moynihan, I don't know. Uh, Phyllis Love and Lyndon Chills. Um, okay. Uh, real so quick, real Raymond... quick before we jump into yes. this, just real quick. So IMDb listed this as 144 in their like listings by, by user ratings, just as a heads up. And Pace Magazine, 112. Yes. And Pace Magazine also spoils the ending. Well, I mean, it's not really it's not really that uh, surprising when it, it comes says, up. By so. the way, this is ending. There you go. Saved you 25 minutes. You're welcome. That's the review of the episode. <laughs> Sounds about right to me. Written as a Alfred Hitchcock Presents episode. Really? It was, it was meant to be that, and it got put in his book instead. Oh, God, I feel bad for that book. That book, that poor book, had to deal with this nonsense. I mean, the tone, uh, I think, definitely would fit more Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, not to say that it couldn't be Twilight Zone, because, you know, the what what uh, constitutes ending. a Twilight Zone episode does, does <clears throat> lend it to that, but it also lends it to Alfred Hitchcock because it's that kind of, that kind of thing, you know? It's more political and such. Can I say something? The, the picture that I have on IMDb for this episode no. looks like this guy's holding a piece of chicken. Like, do you guys? I don't know if you see. No, seriously. Like the way the way it looks like it looks like he's holding a piece of chicken or something. Does he? But I don't know. It's weird. Or he's holding a mask or something like that. It's so weird. I, I'm I just I'm that... just saying we, we don't have to like focus on that. I just no I no I just up, I didn't I didn't look that because I was looking up the the trivia that uh, Raymond was talking about. It does look like and... chicken leg. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, but it's not. It's oh, like it's something he's face. going like this, and it's blurred. But it does look like a chicken leg. Let's blow that up. <laughs> He's got this yeah it does what the heck <laughs> so i didn't oh, know what I, I don't oh that's don't know one if... of the cards the information he has and he's just flicking it around and it blurs right well i mean, I looked at this picture before i'm like why is this guy holding a chicken leg like or a thigh or whatever it's so i weird. mean look at the guy that kind of tells you all you need to know yeah and his gigantic uh bottle rim glasses like he's like experimenting on stuff so anyways uh so four o'clock um in the morning morning he never really specifies 4 p.m or 4 a.m really he says p.m does he oh okay shows you how much i was paying attention well later on he he spends all morning calling people so since he's not like prank calling people at four in the morning like he says he does we know it's not in the morning. <laughs> point taken. Point taken. There is there point, is method to his madness. Sure. At this point, I gotta ask: Does it really matter, Triv? Does it really Probably matter? Not. I'm does a it, sucker for small details. Well, it it only matters because he looks out the window to see if he could see people or not, and he wouldn't be able to see him if it was four in the morning. Well, he could have night vision. I mean, yeah, true. Cat, like a cat lady. <laughs> a roller he, coaster. He could be like that Stephen King movie. Son of the, a bitch. Uh, cat's eye. Not cat's eye, but was the was the one Sleepwalkers? Oh yeah, Sleepwalkers yes, is Sleepwalkers. Great amazing. Movie. I saw that in theaters. You saw everything <laughs> in theaters. I know. I love Sleepwalkers. Uh, anything that came out in the eighties and nineties, Jacob saw in the theater. I did. That's all I did. I went to the movies. 
and smoke dope. I mean, that to be fair, that's kind of all I did in the nineties. Let's go see movies and smoke dope. Uh, no, I've been a little too young for that. <laughs> oh, what are you saying? <laughs> I mean, I said you're old, damn it. No, actually, you're not much older than me. So, oh man, I just see a lot of movies though. Anyways, so Raymond, I know you wanted to come on this episode to talk about this lovely, lovely episode. Um, you're a guy that likes a lot of like like the really B grade stuff, the you know the stuff that's really cheesy and over the top and silly, and Damn. you know has it has its charm. But um, hey, Ray, like the last episode, <laughs> <laughs> but you came on for the grave, which. <laughs> hey, no, he, but but I say that about uh, Triv and uh, Dan though. They like the they like the campy stuff. It's fine. I get it. Do we? Really is it okay? Is it honestly okay, <laughs> Nick? Okay. Because I'm getting it's that not, you don't think it's okay. Not okay. I'm sorry. Alternative media. Yes. <laughs> alternative media. <laughs> Jacob, actually, that would be you, wouldn't it? Alternative media. Like, I, I've watched some shit. I've reviewed <laughs> some shit. Um, I reviewed Ouija Shark. I've still got everybody beat. <laughs> I don't know. I've I, I just, things, and I I, I can't just even found out about started. Shark Exorcist. Oh God! Oh I God! I reviewed that fucking porn that I can't even remember the name <laughs> of. Wasn't it just called porn? No. Well, no. There is a movie I reviewed called Porno. <laughs> that was a good movie, horror movie. No, what the fuck? I don't know. It was based on a comic book. It was a porn, straight up seventies porn. Yeah. Was so, that Fritz the Cat? No, this is straight up like hardcore, like porn, you know. Oh, and it was 70s version too. I, yeah, very much. I can't I remember. have not reviewed any porn. I reviewed Ralph Blensky movies, so that's about as close as I've gotten. <laughs> hey, I've watched Bat Pussy, so I got you all beat. Yeah. I mean, I, I got you all beat. I watched Volcano. Oh, <laughs> fuck that. You have, honey. Come back when you when you come to the when right now you're at the kids table. I I reviewed a movie about the myth of the woman who got impregnated by a swan god. There you go. So yeah, that's a that's a movie that the magic (laughs) toy shop I think is called. I don't know. Oh god. I just watched a video. I just watched a video. I just watched a video of a seagull eating a, a squirrel. So that's not Dude, a movie, hon. <laughs> I had to go to a website to watch this that I probably got 32 viruses from while watching. Well, that's your own deal, man. Or is that 32 STDs just by watching it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And I did do Fruits the Cat and the Nine Lives of Fruits the Cat. But I mean, you know. So, anyways, Raymond, <laughs> you, you the last episode you came on was for the grave, which is actually a pretty competent, pretty good episode. You know, when you asked me, like, I, I was asking, like, do you want to wait till season four? You're like, no, we need to talk about four o'clock. And why? Why would you do this to yourself? <laughs> I, I mean, I want I to why? make sure that it gets a bad placement so we don't have another Jacob dream situation here. And, uh, and so I'm the next feeling, time I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling right attacked here. I'm feeling blamed for this. <laughs> Regarded, it was me that did it, but. Uh-huh. Nick also uh-huh. gave into that. Uh-huh. I, I well, to be fair, I did ask you to, to come on. Yes, this you episode did. needs a hater, and I want to make sure. Oh, you, you got plenty of haters, just in case. For me. <laughs> just in case. Well, <laughs> um, I do enjoy playing devil's advocate, so uh, you know. I mean, this episode—I don't know how you guys feel. I think this episode is probably the worst thing I've ever seen, and that, like, on the Twilight Zone, the worst, worst than, than Volcano. Trouble Templeton. 
Well, no. I mean, I walked out of that movie, so I don't think anything could be that bad. <laughs> the Tom Lee Jones the worst, movie? Yeah, I consider it the worst movie of all time. Oof. What? Come on. Come on. I do, man. I walked it out of that movie. Not it was it, that bad. It ain't great for sure, but you did not I'd enjoy rather... the heroics of the train operator who jumped into, jumps the, into lava the lava for no reason. <laughs> that's what they should that's what he should have been holding a copy of Halloween Kills in the process. Oh my god. How about the Exorcist Believer? I'd rather watch Exorcist Believer again. At least it'd give me a good nap. Damn. Well, no, I don't not that bad. I watched that, that on so direct bad. TV back in the day. I, I watched that. In I the feel theater. weird you didn't you see that much. in theaters. Yeah. Was- yeah. So four o'clock is a an episode with a probably one of the most unlikable people in the Twilight Zone. Would you guys agree with that? Oh, I would agree. I it got me thinking though. Okay, is that this guy worse or the dude from the Escape Clause? No, this guy's worse. This guy's way worse. The Escape Clause guy is pretty bad, but this guy is just like there's no redeeming values about him. He's he's literally like as you said, Triv, when I was talking to you earlier, he's the guy in the basement on the computer trolling people because he has no common um no no uh good he's bone in his body. He's right. an incel. Yeah. Yes, he is. I, I did look up a review of this just to make sure I wasn't crazy and hating it. In the person in the review literally compares him to Hitler wanting to target people and stuff. Like, he even has a little bit of a German accent. <laughs> he does. Right? And uh, in the wiki uh, thing, it says they did a radio play of this. So I skimmed through the radio play and he literally says, oh, my plan is better than just putting badges on them. So oh my they, God. When they did this in 2000, they did a radio play in the UK mm-hmm. and they literally turned him into a Nazi in that. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. See, now I, <laughs> also- I would... I would honestly, and I, I get the Hitler comparison. I would say he, he's more petty than Hitler. Like to put that that level. Yeah, of I would say so. I think everybody's him, more petty but, than Hitler. But you know what I mean. Like that's the hell of an insult. You more petty than Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's attaching too much significance to it. Makes him sound like he's important. Like if yeah. you want to, get... he's 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 your basic bitch like like basement dwelling little asshole you know that that's all he is take down Um, culture it's not like cancel culture where people actually did something wrong right it's some 16 year old posted a racist joke on twitter and then 20 years later you find it and try to have him fired for it oh yeah that's what this guy literally is doing he's a troll the problem yep yeah the problem with this episode is it's 25 minutes of this and like it doesn't need to be it could be a five minute sketch. But yeah, the only thing that make this guy man. worse would be if he like, I don't know, threw on some cat makeup and got on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, yes. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. So he looks but, um, like Liz Taylor when he's got makeup on? He may. I, I mean know. those glasses, yeah. With a chicken bone. <laughs> <laughs> and forgive yeah, the one I mean, real quick as- this is stupid and i apologize but one real quick aside raymond do you have you ever watched um oh god it's it's an mst3k episode the incredibly strange teenagers who died and became mixed up zombies i have that dvd in storage right now my brother bought it for me for christmas i haven't watched it yet but i do have the uh director's like four pack okay thing. If you yeah. get the chance, the the kind of main like psychic fortune teller chick in that 
she looks a ton like um the chick from perchance to dream in the dream oh that's kind of okay. crazy that's I'll really random but Nick, I, they're Nick. talking about old movies again. Yeah, I gotta, I, oh I gotta God. clean out my storage unit this week. Anyways, I did it to clean. Up Jacob, you remember that time in Starfield when <laughs> they traveled? They're through doing space. the thing with the thing, Raymond. God <laughs> yeah. damn you guys! Okay, anyway, we're working on an N sixty four controller. Rebuilding <laughs> okay, the so oh, Nick, save <laughs> us and tell us anything about this episode, please. So this episode once again has the worst person in the world not the most interesting but the worst person in the world he's a guy that calls everyone does the whole thing you need to get him out of whatever position they're in whether they're a teacher or uh, okay so i know we all drink at some point in our lives or we're drinking right now i think it's funny that he's calling the teachers union of whatever i what the first question i have is how the hell does he know everything? Because it's never explained. But he he calls this teachers union of some district and says you need to get rid of this teacher because he's a drunk. Which I'm pretty sure in 2023 every teacher is drunk because they have to be because they are so fucked over by the societal norms of you can't teach anything to kids these days. But I don't know where does this guy get his information at? Is he like a fucking you know? Does he have an internet that we don't know about? Like what the hell's going on? We know he receives. Dozens and dozens of letters a day. Well, he mails so he, dozens and dozens of like letters shadow, a day. He's got like a he network of mail, Yeah, he has a network of people that just spy for him, I guess. I don't... Send in, me the information. In the beginning, we don't know he's that terrible. Because he's like, oh, this person's trying to take down the government. This person has inappropriate relationship with his students. So if that stuff's true, then he is doing good. But we find out, no, he's just nuts. He's an I, I hate to say it. The beginning of cancer. I hate culture. to say it, but every teacher is a drunk. Like, or not every teacher, but most teachers drink. Like, I don't understand. I, I don't understand this episode at all. You're talking about the sixties. You're talking everybody about a time when, dude. Yeah, everybody drank in the sixties. Like, literally, yeah. Everyone. But the, okay, we'd all be how, like drunk you know, in the sixties. You 60s know how talking. it is right now, where like. Oh, well, I can go and drink and I can go and do this and that. But the people teaching my kid, ugh, they better be on their game. My school I mean, had a teacher get fired for being drunk. So they, well, they there was them... a chick just fired for doing a, a private OnlyFans. I mean, I'm not saying the two are the synonymous, but. I thought you were going to say they had a teacher fired for doing a student, which has happened about <laughs> three times this month already, too. Oh, but... no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had, I had that friends every that day are teachers. I, I had I have friends that are teachers that like they go out of town specifically if they want to go have that a drink, much less many. Because I, know a teacher that I mean, they... <laughs> I really. Do. I mean, they probably have. They probably like take corn from the cornfield and distill their own liquor. You know. Yeah. Well, because there are parents that will, you know, you could fart in the wrong direction and they'll they'll get up in arms. I mean that that has happened. I farted the wrong direction and they're like, oh boy. Oh boy! Well, you were a teacher I think, back then. I think we. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I've had like eighty-five jobs. Nice. One of them was a teacher, and I farted one per in year a, of life. Yeah, one per year. <laughs> one every other year. Yeah, it was actually sixty-five jobs. I know someone who actually claimed they had like a hundred thousand jobs or whatever it was. Not really that many, but they had a lot of jobs. I'm like, but you're only twenty-eight years old. Well, 
<laughs> I don't want to tell you. You suck I've as had, an employee. <laughs> you're just bad at all of them, then, right? Like, I mean, to be fair, I've had probably 15 jobs in my life, and most of them were like retail jobs that I've either quit. So that that's a little bit different. But when somebody says like they were a fireman and they were a policeman <laughs> and they were a uh, baseball coach and they were, you know, uh, I don't know, a prostitute, it's just like uh, maybe you should hold back on these claims. And that was just me yesterday, you know. but no but seriously like i i don't know i don't i don't even know what to say about this episode because it's about a like extremely horrible human being who gets his comeuppance and you know raymond i i kind of get why you don't like this episode and i'm kind of right on board i I never i didn't go in this episode going i'm gonna automatically hate this episode because i can't because you know uh your your opinions on or what your opinions are of you know you could like something that i don't like but man, I gotta say, you know, you were pretty spot on when you were telling me about this episode. It's 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 one of those episodes where you can start to see the seams of Ross Tony starting to not really be he's he's getting a little despondent with his with his writing. And I think we've seen that throughout this entire the season. We'll and we'll see it in season five. A lot lately. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well it just it, I mean I guess was this episode definitely didn't remind me of Treehouse of Horror, Jacob. So you should <laughs> A while back, I did send Nick a list of, just based on paste ranking, how many are in the top 50, bottom 50 from each season. And you can just see the numbers just go down. Just, oh, in season one, there were like 20 good ones. And then season two, there were 15 good ones. And in season three, there were 10 good ones. And you just see it just go down and down and down. Yeah, and Jacob, you mentioned that too last week about how like this season just feels like when we talked about was it the little people, how mm-hmm. that seemed like a f- breath of fresh air compared to like what we've been getting, and seemed like a season one know. episode. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. wasn't like the best episode ever, but it, it it was fun and it was very Twilight Zone, and it just seemed like a season one episode. Season one was the freshest episode of all. I mean, yes, it was season one, but even now looking back, those episodes all had like it seemed like they enjoyed what they were doing. Now two it seems the, like they have to. Two of the episodes you guys have high ranked in this in your whole list, The Grave and Nothing in the Dark, are both season two episodes that just happened to air in season three. They held them back yeah. and aired them later. So even when you look through and say, oh, we've had a couple of good episodes in season three, the, two of them are season two episodes. Yeah, because season yeah, two is short, comparably speaking. Yeah, it was only like 29 episodes, I think it was. As compared to what, 36, 37? 37 or something. Yeah, like yeah this, this season's 37. Okay. And I, I just kind of wonder if like the the CBS um, people, the execs and stuff like that, were starting to really get on right. Because I, I don't know, Raymond, if you ever, I, I've mentioned this before, but I don't know if you ever go watch his like, old interviews after the Twilight Zone ended and when he was getting to Night Gallery. But he is really despondent about like the state of America, the state of the world, state of you know tv uh viewing he he wanted like I, i've mentioned this as well he went on a tirade about the fugitive about how it just it's pretty much crap tv is what he boiled it down to where there's no there's no real sense of like the irony of human existence and like the irony and you know the kind of the nature of how humans tick and stuff like that and he was really despondent about how tv is just not what it used to be you could look at that now with a lot of tv where it's a lot of you know big budget you know last of us or game of thrones and you know this is an episode that 
I feel really represents probably how he was starting to feel at the time because you know it's 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 a really lackluster, really lazily written episode. And I'm not trying to take away from. I know Triv, you mentioned that you actually enjoyed this. There, episode. There's parts. There's it's one of those things where there's there's things about it that I can look at and say they're applicable today as much as any time. But as far as the episode goes. Yeah, it's pretty like like you said before, and that's been a lot of the case with a lot of these episodes. There are stories that could be told in a like a five minutes kind of tells you everything you need about that particular story. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they they put it out to twenty five minutes, but there's not enough substance to it to make it a twenty five minute episode. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's it's rough. I mean, the whole episode is about him talking about. Something's gonna happen at four o'clock. Parrot's gonna like parrot responds back, yeah, four o'clock. And well, you, you know, know what's funny? This weeks. is this is really yeah. random, but it's a thing I picked up on and it kind of sums up the thing. The bird, um, like so when um Kriggle says, My charge and my obligation is to destroy evil, the bird actually shits. Yes. <laughs> and, and I don't know if that was or something fell from behind the bird. So I'm guessing it was it was a shit. But I can't say that for sure. It might have just been something out of his out of his bowl or something. I, I like how he has the I like he has the parrot just outside the cage and just paper on the little thing right there. Yeah. So and he's not even, bird's see, not even caged up. We do see that in the uh, intro from the last episode. Rod is just standing next to this bird, introducing <laughs> what's yeah. going to happen next week. It's like, oh, by the way, guys, have you seen the giant fucking parrot? <laughs> like he's gonna be in episode two tune in next week and yeah, smoke Chesterfield. yeah and he's also like that's how he ends the episode two is next to the bird yeah well no he ends uh, the episode with like he's like two feet tall or whatever I, I don't understand what's going on but jacob i'm gonna let you read this opening narration with one of the probably hardest words you're ever gonna pronounce oh i'm ready i was gonna message jacob and tell him to pre-read this but i wanted okay, him to suffer okay i haven't read through it yet <clears throat> <laughs> I did look the word up as well, so I can tell you what it means. That's Oliver Krangle, a dealer in petulance and poison. He's rather arbitrarily chosen four o'clock as his personal Goddardamaran. And we're about to watch this metamorphosis (laughs) of a twisted fanatic poisoned by the gangrene of prejudice to the status of an avenging angel, upright and omniscient, dedicated and fearsome. Whatever your clock says, it's four o'clock, and wherever you are, it happens to be the Twilight Zone. It's four o'clock yeah, somewhere. I struggled with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did better than I thought you were going to do. So that, that uh, Gatter de Morang, is, is that how you say it? Gatter de Morang. Yeah, it's Gatter de Morang is Morang. It's Ragnarok, essentially. It's a German version or German translation of Ragnarok. It's like an end of the world kind of. I don't know all the details, but I know of, that. of of the Nordic of like uh, that's that's their apocalypse, basically. Their their yeah, Rod certainly is a uh, very uh, very wordy he, when he comes up with like some or something. God Ragnarok, not Ragnarok. Oh, God or yeah, is the Maybe. last and Richard Wagner cycle of a four musical four music drama titled The Ring des Nebelunga. Yeah, the Ring of Nebelung. Yeah, and it's like uh, not just the end of the world, but like the end and rebirth. It's going to yeah restart in the way that our psychopath wants it to. Let him get him a ring. 
Got a ring out the window for all I care. The Wikipedia suggests that Pete the parrot is calling him a nut. Oh yeah, absolutely. Asking for a nut. Oh, that I got that throughout. That I didn't think he was actually asking for a nut. You go on one more fun thing about, and this is stupid, but since this episode deals with conspiracy and all that shit, so you know how they did the national like they they sent out an alert to all the phones today. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to congratulate all of you on. Oh that, my God. So. Yes. Thank you for. So there was this conspiracy out there that this message going across 5G was going to activate anyone that had gotten the COVID vaccine, basically oh yeah, I heard turning about them into zombies. I was looking forward to seeing all the zombies running around. I was going to congratulate <laughs> you all on not turning into zombies, but I didn't want to ruin. <laughs> I mean,. We had a guy try to like eat a person down here, so I mean, there's zombies or definitely. Yeah, that, that's that's like a that's Bass like salt. a typical Thursday down in Florida, though. Not not Florida, just Miami. True. Just Miami. I'm 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 I I wouldn't have turned into a zombie. Did you say Miami? Anybody Go Bill. Anybody who wanted to get it, good for them, but I'm a Giants fan, so. Yeah. Oh man, no, but um, all right, so crank. So Kringle is, uh, you know, the opposite of Chris Kringle. He actually may, they might be Chris Kringle for all I know, because he is judging people. Uh, he calls, calls people saying you've been a naughty boy or you've been, you know, a naughty girl. And I, I don't seems, know. I mean, he, yeah, he go seems ahead. to have been really heavily like, you know, since like the whole McCarthyism era was like forties and fifties, he seems like he's like, like still in the middle of that. Like he's calling people left and right, like "oh, communist harlot," you know, all of these things. And I, I mean, I, his I, coke is his coke bottle glasses kind of represent that, I guess. The IMDb trivia for this says that the actor was a avid advocate against McCarthyism, and that's kind of why he wanted to do this episode to make this character look bad because it's everything he didn't believe. Yeah, I, I, I could back see in that. that Good job. Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, wanna... like... He poured himself into this one. Yes. The The only thing that I, I can gleam out of this episode is just, like, his neighbors don't like him. Nobody likes him. He sits in a, a room with a parrot. Who I thought the parrot was going to eat him at the end. Actually, that would have made this episode way better. The parrot ate him. Thought it was in the radio play. Radio does. Does. Yeah. Really? Oh, oh really? my god. That's what I read. I... I've just read that. I feel like he would have had to have gone down to like six inches tall to really like like properly eat him. It says you, in the radio I, adaptation starring Stan Freeberg, the ending was altered to be more gruesome as Pete the Parrot mistakes the now shrunken Kringle. <laughs> and I, you can oh listen God. to the end of it. It's on YouTube and you hear the crunching noises and everything. Nice. Oh, cool. See, that's better. Like that would have made this episode way better because, you know, it, it just like uh, it, it feels like a horror episode in a lot of respects just the nature of like the horrifying idea of like this guy just ruining people's lives and you see that with the woman who comes up and she is the the wife of a doctor who honestly i i don't know how you guys feel about that that point of the doctor like he he didn't get to the like the woman quick enough so therefore he is you know guilty of like being a terrible neglectful doctor but she's like well, he was really fucking busy. Like, what do you want out of him? He tried to help people. You I mean you got to be in a hospital to understand like how crazy it can get? 
and it's stuff like that it's like you know what the guy who was none of this is really explained uh, outside what the woman says like the guy the teacher who is drunk or like i said it's not explained how he has these letters where he's getting them from it it just it it feels like like a half empty episode of just nonsense and it just like I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, but it, the yeah. wife says that his co-workers are dumb to ignore everything and it's tearing them apart, which means all of his co-workers don't blame him. We hear from the wife that they tell him just ignore the letters. So there was whatever investigation into this. He wasn't found at fault. No one thinks he did anything wrong except for this guy. Uh, it's It's a weird it's like it's like that guy that gets angry on behalf of everybody else, but everybody else is fine with it. Whatever happened, or like, like that it's... guy who mutes his microphone and forgets to unmute it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a dick! I tell you, <laughs> and he's the guy that's still muted. <laughs> oh great! Oh. Now he's eating his microphone and, and giving us sexy eyes, blowing his microphone. <laughs> Oh my god! How much would I, I, I? You know, you I just do that, came I back do that because I cough. Well, no, I do it because I cough a lot, so I, I feel bad. I want you guys to have to hear me cough, and then I forget that I even have it turned off. So I, I probably said, "Hey, Jacob," and nobody heard me say. Yeah, so I I went on my long spiel, and then there was silence for like ten seconds because you were talking, and we all knew you were talking, but your mic didn't know. So. Yeah. Which would be funny because like my mic will pick up on the the Zoom recording, but none of you guys will have heard what I said. But no, <laughs> like what 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 I was saying with like you know it's just it's really depressing that there's just people out there that are 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 willing to ruin people's lives because they're just angry little fucking I don't know trolls and you know I yeah. I appreciate that, but it's just like yeah Twitter exactly, and that's what this problem with this episode though is it's just like. It's nothing but that. There's no substance to it. There's no, you know, nothing you know happens. It it, it's fury porn. It really is. It's that it's that it's that making a person so unlikable that it gives you something yeah. a strong like not a straw man to be mad at, but just like like that that kind of a culmination of all those really shitty people in one place. Like you go to watch this when you need to just be angry at everything. But that's I- the problem. No, I go, agree. Go ahead, Raven. Go no, go ahead, Nick. Go oh ahead. no, but I'm saying that's the problem, though. It's like if this episode had a little more nuance to it than straight up just beating you over the head, because that, that's what the Twilight Zone does sometimes, where it's just like it, it takes a hammer and just smacks you like a hundred thousand times over the head with some of its messaging, and it, it's it's got to be more subtle than just a angry guy who's angry at the world telling people that they're terrible individuals and getting his comeuppance. It just that that's not good storytelling in my aspect in my feel so i don't know i would say too I, that the one thing sorry raymond go ahead i was gonna say i told nick in uh, a message that part of the problem of these bad guy gets what's coming to him episodes is that now you just get 20 minutes of this guy being a bad guy in two minutes of him getting the comeuppance but that just means now i got 20 minutes of being mad not enjoying anything they just want you to be mad for 20 minutes well and i think the mortality or the more mortality the more morality at play here like that's kind of the way that some of that shit did back in the 60s but i think that we hold twilight zone to a higher standard would you agree 
Yeah, I think so. And I think that's what yeah. Ross Tony talks about later on on his uh, YouTube or not YouTube, but his videos that are posted on YouTube is just he agrees like their their TV is not you know willing to go far enough when it comes to human morality and stuff like that. And it just you could tell that he's either suffering from just bo- uh, burnout or he just doesn't care anymore. It just I don't know. Oh, dude. Did any of you guys look at the trivia of what magazines he's reading while talking to the wife? I saw the one. It was like a, wasn't it some kind of a gun? Um... Yes, it's the anti-aircraft cannon. And later, he talks to the FBI guy and says, oh, my original plan was to stop air travel. This guy planned on shooting planes out of there. <laughs> that was his original plan. He was going that been to more become... Fun. A terrorist and start blasting commuter planes out of the air. That was his original plan. How did he go from that to thinking he could will people to be two feet tall? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he planned on being active and like taking control of anti-aircraft cannons, and then suddenly, and then, like you said, he turns into oh, I'll mind control shrinking people. How does that leap made? But it goes to show you, too, that he actually had the power to do it. Like, yes. what the hell? <laughs> Did he does does yeah. it happen to everybody? Does does it work? Worked on him. Yeah. It worked on him, but he <laughs> says murderers and stuff. Does it work on murderers? If they haven't repented. I guess. <laughs> okay, We haven't even gotten to that part yet. Well, we have, because this wife They says, haven't accepted Jesus Christ as their personal savior. <laughs> this, this wife is yelling at me he says look at them they're running around like germs and bacteria he's like that it i'll make them small three feet <laughs> no two feet exactly two feet but then he like a gonna... third of their size so he i don't know even he doesn't know his plan but yet it somehow <laughs> works and then I'm going to angrily thing. mark out the Gaysburg address it's like oh my god the same he... thing about this episode um, which nobody's is that it premiered it, by the way i just want to throw that out there but the saddest thing about this episode is that there's just not shit to talk about you can talk about that's, the ending yeah. that's really about it nothing else really happens it's just some dude making trolling phone calls for the first like third of it and then the second is him talking to some guy's wife whose life he tried to ruin and the FBI. And a bird that shits when he says my yeah. obligation is to destroy he, evil there's just nothing yeah. really to the point to where we're like picking out which i mean it was funny and it's really intuitive but Picking out like what he's reading in the background and the bird shitting and stuff like that. I mean, it's like this episode, quite honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I did not think this was the worst episode we've watched, but it wasn't the best either. It was just kind of like my biggest <laughs> issue with this episode was that it was just like nothing happens. It's just kind of boring. I, I did write I mean, down his long rant of how he's going to defeat evil, <laughs> going to expose evil, strip it bare, push it out into the light dissect it pinpoint it eliminate it exercise it here's your sexicon denude it and destroy <laughs> it there we go denude he's gonna exercise demons i mean denude it sexicon or anti-sexicon how does that work i'd say uh, that it's I, i'd say that it's i don't know actually what does it come I up mean... as on the? <laughs> there you go. There's your answer. Judge Judy has spoken. I mean, this episode did. Uh, it made me fall asleep. 
So. Oh shit! Really? Damn. No, not really. It should have. I mean, I, I was know. doing something else while I was watching it. Admittedly, I was working on something. I was watching it, but I mean, I wasn't really. I mean, that you don't even have to. You don't even have to pay attention to it to understand what's going on. You could literally be, you know, having three uh, three things going at once, and you still understand that this episode nothing sucks. Is going on, and Triv hit it on, the nail on the head. And I know we've said this before about episodes. We've said it before about episodes how, man, this episode needed to be 10 minutes longer. This one needed to be 18 minutes shorter. I mean, thrown it, in the fire of vanities. Yeah, there's nothing to this episode except for the ending. But the, then how the would we cliff. know that he called the FBI and the CIA and he's afraid to call the White House because there's too many communists in the White House? They worried <laughs> about being caught by the communists in 1962. Honestly, the story itself, the idea is not <laughs> terrible, but the execution is just like, there's nothing here. Nothing happened. They just stretched out this idea. You spend 20 minutes trying to show, 22 minutes trying to, hell, 23 minutes trying to show this guy being a <laughs> dick. And honestly, I wasn't even invested in it enough to really... I was like, okay, he's making phone calls. What the fuck ever? He's just an incel. That's what I kept thinking of. He's a fucking incel. Yeah. And then we see that for 23 and a half minutes. And then the last 30 <laughs> seconds, we see like, you know, little. It, it literally, this is no joke. I, I always keep track of when the act break happens. It's 14 minutes in before the act break happens. And those 14 minutes are him bitching about everyone else, how everyone else is evil, how everyone else is a communist, how he should blow up planes or whatever he's talking about. You know, the husband and the the Mrs. Williams, the the attendant. And it just it, it's just like almost like you're going, you know, maybe this guy needs to get laid or something. Like, what is <laughs> like I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like he needs something. Like it feels you know what this feels like? It feels like an episode that should have an ending where he brings a gun, he goes to like the bell tower or something like that, and shoots a bunch of people. And they get shot, and then they find, like, records. And I'm just saying, like, something other than him being turned into a fucking two-foot dick. What they, no, the ending was, I thought, the ending was fine. It was whatever. But all that time spent before, and Raymond Gray brought up a great point. How the fuck, I think Triv did too, how the fuck did he just suddenly decide, oh, I'm just going to will it? I mean, who comes to that conclusion? <laughs> Could we, I mean, has he done this before? Could we well, have I seen think that? We should have seen the journey. I mean, you could have showed us him being a dick for five minutes and then given us a few minutes of him like coming to the how he came to the conclusion that he can just will things into existence. I think it's have an ego mentally Honestly, Have him mentally feed that fucking parrot the nut. Like right. the, the parrot calls him a nut and he just wills the nut into the parrot's mouth or lifts it up or whatever. Oh. Like show that he has some power not to just... Even well, if it's vague to where we're like, eh, I don't know if that's really what's going on. But at least what made him think he could do it? Besides, I just think it was ego. Narcissist. It was it was literally the power of his ego that he thought that he was like he thought that he was so damn good and pure and that he could. I mean, look at the people that think they're Jesus Christ. You know, well, I'm with you. That's fine. Show that. Show he's like some religious nut that he's like. They couldn't have done that back in the 60s, though, you know, or something. I mean, it shows something even if even if we're like, because I think that would be better if we, the viewer, were kind of like, dude, you're off your fucking rocker. There's no way you're going to will this shit. But at least give us something to why he thinks he can. He has like Jedi powers all of a sudden. 
Yeah, no, it gives us none of that. It gives, it gives us none of that. It gives us none of, you know, his reasoning. Like, you know, the one thing I, I uh, like about, you know, recent Doctor Who with uh, Peter Capaldi and stuff like that is they'll do like two-parter episodes and it'll be like you get all this great kind of build up and then you get the great payoff. And here it's just like you're getting you're getting the payoff, but you're not getting any of the build up. You're not getting any why he does this, how he does this. You know, it feels like there's not enough time, which, you know, we talked about that before. But then I worry, like, if he gave him another 20 minutes, like, what the hell would they do with that? Would just be him bitching for 20 minutes. It's just like, what was the purpose? The wife coming? I mean, I don't really think it needed to be there. I mean, I I wasn't as offended by that. But the the whole purpose of the FBI guy, it was the same purpose as the wife. I mean, nobody believes you. What that gave the story nothing like the wife didn't give much to it, but at least it gave a face the wife at least shows like he has this system he has all them cabinets yeah he has a filing and a then fbi guy shows up and we find out like you've said multiple times jacob he's just a troll we find out like oh well how are you exposing people like well actually i just call him at three in the morning and wake him up like a day i hate that (laughs) <laughs> like that, that's his big plan up until this up until this point he goes from i'm gonna prank call people to i have the mental capability <laughs> to shrink every bad person in the world why wouldn't he just kill him down to two feet because <laughs> then they're not punished they have to be exposed and denuded or whatever it, it, it says. It, it's like yeah. it, it's like if you took the guy from, this is going to sound funny but it's like if you took the guy from uh the jerk the one who's trying to kill Steve Martin and his plan was to do what they do in inner space where they try to they end up shrinking the two main bad guys it's like that thing where you have this guy that just picks a name out of the phone book and then he somehow gets a, a weapon that turn people as small it's just like uh, that would have been a better story than what we got here, where it's just an angry white, you know, incel troll who just like fucking wants to be angry at the world. And it's just, I don't know. He wants to try to punish. Why he tells the FBI guy, oh, this way you'll be able to catch them. Just look for the little people and they're the evil one. Anyone that's it's exactly like, two foot tall or a third of their size, he changes back and forth. <laughs> Everybody that's exactly two feet tall. They obviously did something wrong, so round them up, kind of like Hitler wanted to do, <laughs> and uh, throw them in jail because they're obviously evil because my suddenly magic powers said so. Yeah. I do think the like reason... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Dick. would come out like really on the, 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 the shit end of the stick here. Yeah, I... When babies, I almost said that, short. yeah, I said uh, little people instead of midgets. On <laughs> I, I was halfway through I'm my not rant. Correct. I, All right, I you've been you're canceled, Raymond. You're canceled. <laughs> I'm going to call your house at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> little people. I think we had this conversation before on this podcast. Can I call them midgets? I don't know. Is that a real? Is is that like a technical term? I don't know. I don't know. One of the greatest lines about it is from the TV show Bones they find a midget wrestler that was killed. And the guy's like, I know what happened. He was a midget wrestler. And Bones is like, sir, you are a doctor. You should not be using that type of language. She's like, I understand, but I also assure you, midget wrestling is America's greatest pastime. (laughs) (laughs) 
I do think that. I do think the reason that they and this is I'm not I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying I think that the the rationale behind kind of ramping up, you go from the the person that owns the apartment to the the wife to the FBI agent is to show the fact that it's he's not just fucking with his landlord. He's not just fucking with local people. He's fucking with the government and like making false calls and things like that. I'm not saying it's right, but I think that's probably the reason they went that route. Well, couldn't they just said he could have been like, I called the FBI and they gave me a hard time or whatever. The wife I I get because it kind of put a face to the people that because like you guys brought up a minute ago in the beginning when he's calling these people, you have no idea. We're like, maybe these people are shit bags. But you, yeah, you get a representative of one of them. Yeah, I said early, like, he says, like, this teacher has inappropriate relationships with the kids and is showing up to school drunk and this guy's uh, a subversive trying to take down the government. And we're like, oh, maybe he has a point. And then we quickly find out, no, he's just a nut job. Yeah, because I kind of get the feeling in the beginning when he's making those calls, the way they presented him, even though, yeah, he's saying these terrible things. You, I got the feeling right off the bat, yeah, this guy's, He's he's not all there or he's just a fucking troll. He's like being an asshole, just calling on all these people. Cause like when he calls and they're like, Well, who are you? And they whoever's on the other line, they're like, Well, what proof do you have? He's like, Because I said so. He's like, Who am I? It doesn't matter. I'm a concerned citizen. I said so. If I said so, it is. It's like eh. we find out he made eleven phone calls that morning already. Oof. He said, phone calls yeah, I mean, morning. When you call oh, the that's FBI. a full morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> When you're calling the FBI, like they're, they're, I'm assuming when he goes, all these people are evil. All right, I guess I gotta put an order for a phone tap. Uh, you know, this guy Krangle is, uh, you know, apparently trying to be the anti Santa Claus and ruin everybody's life. And it just like none of that happens. It, yeah, it's just like the FBI comes in. Yeah, we don't do any of that. And just walks out. Like yeah. it, this guy's obviously fucking crazy and out of his fucking mind, and yet they're not going to do anything about well, it. Well, he's so insular, and I know job. I know we've called him an, an incel, but too like he's so in his own world of like you know smelling his own farts that I'm really on farts tonight. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but he's so in his own own head about how amazing he is and how and you know the ego yeah but those are the people those are the people that end up being the ones that you find on the news the incel insular people that you know i'm just saying like none of the stuff the fbi does in this it makes any sense whatsoever it's like this guy is obviously fucking crazy and maybe it's maybe it's a commentary on like you know how you know the police or the fbi seem to not take this stuff seriously but it's just like God damn, this guy's talking about like turning people two feet, which I know is the Twilight Zone, and that doesn't make any sense. But it's like maybe you should call up uh, the institute that uh, Jack uh, Jack Nicholson's in right now, you know, for you know, with the the tall Indian guy and oh, one uh, floor of Chucky, nest. yeah, Chucky and Danny DeVito and Brad Dorf, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, Christopher See, Lloyd uh, and how how do you think it would go? So you know, like um, was it Qu- Quality of Mercy, right, where the guy switches shoes? Where the guy switches, um, like experiences. That's dead man shoes. Japanese. Dead so, man shoes. No, no, no. But the the guy yeah, that quality of mercy. Right, shoes shoes wasn't the right, yeah. right exactly. But you know where he episode. finds he himself. He switches nationalities. Right, right. But he he finds himself on he the other end of things. with um a man with shoes. No, but I'm <laughs> yes. I'm talking about a quality of mercy, you assholes. But do you think if he like oh did the purple the whole testament? Thing yeah, I know that one. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but the purple penis stretcher. Yes, the purple penis stretcher. A quality it penis was fantastical. 
but would you would it have been different if you would have seen him like he does the thing and then he finds himself on the other side of that to see that yeah it would have been interesting yes that would have been much more interesting i mean you know they've done it a billion times before but that would have been much more interesting than a guy just staring out the window and bitching to the fbi and two other people about how awful they are it's like i could just do that right now in real life and you guys would you know leave the podcast it's just like that's not interesting anyways but that, that that's that's my whole point it's just like you know like when how what is more of a put off or a turn off is in somebody going on youtube and just bitching for 10 straight minutes about how the dc or marvel cinematic universe is you know not what it used to be it's like you know, I don't really care anymore. It's like, I'd rather just keep that shit to myself, but it's not really interesting or somebody <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't know. It just, it feels like there could have been something more to what, than what we got. It feels like they didn't have enough budget or enough time or just nothing. I mean, it's once again, 39 episodes in a season, you're going to have those stinkers, unfortunately, but it's just, I don't know. In an hour better, or so, possibly. we came up with like 10 different things that, could have been at least a little interesting in none yeah. of them are in this episode. True. We came up with so many things that just little changes that would have at least done something, at least been a plot. But instead, this guy complains. And then someone says, hey, why are you complaining? He says, because that's what I do. And then someone else comes in, why are you complaining? Because that's what I do. And then the FBI comes in and says, hey, we heard you have a complaint. And have real information like nah i just prank call people and say why am i here then (laughs) like also that's because that's what i do like we just have (laughs) like jacob said we have the same conversation three times yeah a waste of time the parrot is more interesting than he is Mm -hmm. yes do an episode about the parrot the parrot would have been much more fascinating i will say i did enjoy the, the the constant nut yeah i was about to say the parrot's more aware than him the oh, yeah. parent knows he's crazy and he doesn't. It takes the humans longer to figure out he's crazy than it takes a freaking parrot. And I the guess parrot the, lives with him. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the parrot had to live, had to sit there through 11 phone calls just that morning. So. <laughs> well, and Jacob, here's an interesting question for you because I know that you like the episodes that are like single room and kind of like in like they said in one place how like did that affect if they would have gone somewhere other than that uh, that room would that have made a difference do you think uh if that makes what they did when they went somewhere else because while i do like those episodes that are single location and just stories that are single location i like when they do something because in this one can't do shit they don't do anything (laughs) yeah you're right if he just goes to the post office to complain that yeah. He didn't get his spy letters and like, <laughs> oh, I was expecting a letter from Peterson in Pennsylvania and I didn't get it. You guys must be communists too. Like, if it's just the same thing again, then he could have done that from his room. We well, should do an adventure of him and the character that Bill Murray plays in Scrooge. Oh, God. <laughs> do a, a car travel, you know, road trip movie. Like they could be I with Man know. Adams. Yeah, put Nan Adams. Where's Nan Adams been for a while? She hasn't been here. Jacob, can you explain where Nan Adams has been? Uh, she got tired of all the lackluster scripts that were coming her way. So, <laughs> said, I'm not. It's not worth my time drifting into this episode. <laughs> <clears throat> we're in an apartment. We were on another planet for a couple episodes. Her car can't fly to other planets. Come on. <laughs> 
Maybe, I mean, maybe she she's part of the space. little people. Yes. Yeah. She knocked yeah. that one rocket down <laughs> to Mars where the guy got put into like a a zoo. Uh, yeah. Just like us or uh, all like people, all over. People, like yeah, all over. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's not really much else to talk about in this episode. It's like, like I said, there was one joke where he says going to take the stiffness out of the propeller, going to make the make it limp by like a banana peel. That's the only thing that was entirely interesting about this episode outside of uh, I did evil. like I did like the way the landlord said that what well, he lives here with a vengeance or with a vengeance he lives here. I, I I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, you're right about that, Nick. I guess he did plan on using his psychic powers to take down the planes. I mean, something. He Use the psychic powers for something. Like, do something. Yeah. Something, people. Something. I, I guess like, he figured a... he couldn't get the anti-aircraft cannon, so he was going to use psychic powers to... This episode could have used Nan Adams. <laughs> it could have. Used... This episode could have become... used anything. Anything, Dude, we needed Jacob. the devil anything. or Mr. Death to show up. Nan Adams was going to make an appearance, uh... but she got out and was having an exhaust problem. She looked at her car <laughs> and said, that muffler's nice, but it's exhausted. <laughs> you know Jacob. what this episode needed? Percival Smithers. <laughs> yes. Anything. At least a, at least a jungle had guy being chased by fake animals. At least there was something that happens. There's nothing. Like, uh, I don't want to hear a guy bitch for 25 hours. There's nothing that happens <laughs> in this episode but besides him almost getting eaten by his pelican or whatever. <laughs> this is where we're going to have problems. <laughs> oh, man. We're going places. This I might be this might be that episode. Yeah. This can't. Well, okay. Yeah, Raymond, hold there. me. I can't afford to see my <laughs> okay. co-host fight. I'm going to uh, go ahead and put this out there. Can you hold a 2D object? How does that Probably work? not. This episode <laughs> was not good. I, I not even concede. I agree. This there. is the Pluto of episodes. We don't however, talk about it anymore. However. Oh, my God. You, you disparage Pluto, you asshole. It's the planet X. Um, However, it, while it's not good, it is coherent dish i mean the whole thing about you know how did he come to that conclusion there's never a time that i was just like what the fuck is going on i knew what was going on i just didn't give a shit so yeah it's well, not a but good episode a... but then when you compare it to something like the trouble with templeton which i know we're gonna get there and some of our bottom rung episodes some of them motherfuckers just didn't make sense some of them i'm like i still to this day don't know what the fuck happened in that episode but so yeah i, I think I, you can be coherent and still just be a terrible thing it's just oh no it's not like, good I, I didn't say it was good i just it's coherentness in a in storytelling that's that that has um you know value <laughs> as compared to non-coherentness like tell me what happened in the trouble with templeton tell me um, uh, <laughs> this guy, guy. The, the theater guy was uh, kind of. That was the episode where he tries to assassinate like... Lincoln, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. And the fucking jungle was just that was just terribly executed. Oh my god, that was so fucking. I mean, bad. at least at least, the, at least the fever guy gets chased by a, a, a gambling machine. It falls out a two foot window. Yeah, I mean no, this guy. I mean, just I understood the fever. Yeah, and this is it's not good. I'm not saying this is a good episode. I did so. listen to your guys' review of Trouble with Templeton today, just to. See if it was what your opinions were. Is it just us yelling at it. things? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember uh, that episode. It's probably just you. <laughs> but yeah, it's the guy that like he's decided coast through life until he dies, and then at the end 
he decides to not do that because explain to me what happened when he went to that bar uh, uh, I was like, that was like what three months ago. Dad's wife danced a lot. What? Because I believe you guys said she wanted to fuck his best friend. I don't remember. Hey, first of all, first of all, I think I think it, I think in a week from now we're not even gonna remember what happened in this episode. So I mean, well, we probably remember anything what happened, happened in this episode. We a little person. Maybe have I will not yeah. forget Pete the parrot. Right, yeah, Pete the parrot's great. <laughs> Well, let me, let me let me talk about the ending real quick. So, yeah, so he's like, it's, it's 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 gonna be a half hour, and it finally reaches that half hour. I'm like, thank God! And it's like, oh, look at all the whole people are gonna turn into two foot monsters or whatever, and then he turns into a two foot dick. And uh, I really? swear, I thought the like is he circumcised or uncircumcised? I don't know. He's a two foot dick. You know, this is nineteen sixty two. Yeah, yeah, probably uncircumcised. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's anything like that show, Naked Attraction, it, apparently none of them are <laughs> circumcised. Um, so, anyways, I, I don't hey, know. What, just, what show? He said naked. On HBO no, Max, no. There, on HBO Max, there's a show called Naked Attraction, which is literally like the most superficial, superfluous, uh, like uh, dating show where basically this person comes on and gets uh, six people that they get to look at, and they're all like stark naked, like uh full frontal and they talk about all kinds of sexual content it's it's one of the most superficial shows i've ever seen and basically they it, go reveals on dates. Them, it, cool it reveals that. them like it's an australian from, from show the feet from the feet up so it you slowly see yeah everything. you get to yeah you see literally everything but the face it's, is it's, the last it's... thing that you see actually you know that you know raymond this show this this episode would have been good if it was called naked attraction <laughs> <laughs> damn it's been on the air for 11 seasons yeah it's 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 That's crazy australia for you I'm gonna need to look at this. My They're not prudes only... over there in Australia. We had what uh yeah, said I'm, naked I'm and naked afraid. Person. We had naked and dating or dating naked or <laughs> yeah, no, this like is that. like straight up like MA like X rated show. Um, it's fucking yeah, crazy. That... No, we're talking about like going down on people and shit. Really? <laughs> You're gonna get it's a, yeah, you get bored really quickly because it's I'm gonna just have to re-up my max subscription. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, what we learned out of this is Jacob's gonna watch Naked Attraction and Triv is gonna watch the 1995 Australian film Mushrooms. Hell yeah! <laughs> all already, I know is already got it queued up on Tubi. <laughs> well, I mean, all no I know is I watched Red Letter Media's uh, Halloween special with they reviewed Chopping Mall, Scare Death, nice. and The Exorcist Two: The Heretic. Oh God! And I was li- I was listening to him talk about Exorcist Two. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? The Exorcist Two looks terrible. Yeah, but yeah, they're it's... good at making things funny. But you put Linda, you put Fletcher, at least Fletcher. In there. You put Which fucking Louise was... Fletcher in there and you make it terrible. Like Louise Fletcher yes. was a great actress. That doesn't mean jack shit. There's been bad a- or good actors in bad movies across the history of movies. You get John Borman to direct it. I mean, come on. Jacob's up upping his max. How the hell? How the hell do you do you know how hard it would be to follow up The Exorcist? Like even if it was good, it wouldn't. That's be why you good. don't follow up The Exorcist, Triv. I you don't agree. do it. Well, Exorcist was not bad. It was excellent. I enjoyed it very much. The Exorcist two. The Exorcist but you guys three. Like three. Movies. three. Exorcist three. Oh, three. Three. Yeah, three. Not three two. was actually trying. I don't think two was trying. I think two was a cash grab. Fuck you, yeah, uh, but. But no, uh, yeah. So yeah, I told everybody, I'm, I'm fucking everybody. Apparently, I'm sorry. Damn, Triv. <laughs> it happens. You know, yeah. No wonder why you're 2D. You have 2D STDs. 
too many. Two no, I don't. Anime STDs just like no, flowing all. Where is is one of those Point STDs a killer me. killer pineapple? No, they're all in the cup. Exactly. That's why. That's that's why it's over there, and I'm over here. Uh, exactly. Your computer's full of STDs. Or no, no my computer is a potato. There's a difference. But so yeah, so guy gets turned into a two foot dick, and you know, giant set. And that's the end of the episode. Thank God. Well, actually, I think what they forced perspective. I think it. Well, I think actually what they did was they filmed him in a tiny little area, and then they superimposed that over top of the the bigger like. Like still in the know. screen. It looks like they built two, like a giant set. Like, no, like look at sure look at Ross Sterling. Look at Ross Sterling in the uh, during the next up episode. He's like two feet tall or whatever. He's like way taller. Dude, it's way a shorter. giant ass Cracker Barrel. I don't know. I've never seen Hocus Pocus and Frisbee. Is it? Is it like? Are they really small people? No. It no no. It's that's a normal. It's a normal general store. I think I mean, it's Cracker Barrel sucks up... anyway. So I mean, no, it it's like a general store. Like a Cracker Barrel is an actual barrel that has crackers in it. He's actually watching the episode, aren't you? I am. Um, I can hear. I can say he is. Yeah, you can see what they did. If you look at it, you can see what. I mean, it's well done. It's kind of like tell. what they did with Fay Ray and in, in King. Oh, Kong. I thought you were yeah. watching Naked and Afraid. Oh no, that's pulled up too. But um, <laughs> I'm not watching that yet. Uh, no, on him you can see there's like these little squares on the wall. One of them. Is dark. The one right behind him is darker, and you so can yeah, see that's what they like did with Fay Ray, and, and yeah, it's it's Fay Ray. Yeah, but they do a close up on him, don't they? And it's like a giant set. Well, it's, well that part, yeah, they do a close up, but I think it. Well, yeah, I guess that is. They built at least part of it. Yeah, right there. Oh, because it's okay. got like a big cup. I stand corrected. I'm giant sorry. Pencil. <laughs> that's what she said. I apologize. Apparently... Please forgive me. Was anybody surprised that this was going to happen, or did you guys? No. What they said nah. the four o'clock thing. I was like, "Yep, you're going down." My that, that's only question about the ending is: Did it work on the world? That is a good question. Because he says, "Look out there, Pete. They're all going to be ants." But is he seeing them? Is this happening? Or this is center I mean... for ants? <laughs> i mean he is in a high sky a high rise building so they may look like ants to him so i mean i don't know the thing is it keeps referring to them as ants and that like two foot tall is not an ant you know you know what it made this episode better if it was that- about uh two priests in you know a convent and they have a relationship together and you know they touch each other and it gives them like chills and <laughs> you know it, it was started like robert downey jr and toby Aguirre and i mean <laughs> i mean what's the harm in like instead we get this nonsense or maybe you know guy going on a rampage killing people on thanksgiving i mean come on let's get something <laughs> i don't know maybe it's wolf wolf people Instead, we get a guy in Werewolf a room women of the talking FF. on the phone. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like Jacob's. Like, are they just gonna make all the uh, Grindhouse trailers into movies? I think they should. Wait, no, Rob Zombie's Werewolf Women of the SS. God, no. can you imagine making that movie? It'd be fucking terrible. So yeah, that's four o'clock. All right, final thoughts, no, no. final ideas, logic. Oh no, shit. I sh- yeah, thank you, Jacob. I just remember that. Jacob hit us up with the closing there. <laughs> Closing narration, which I didn't forget, I promise. Mm-hmm. Oh, not at all. Not at all. At least we're not doing the opening narration right now. Jacob, hit it's, us with the opening narration. At four o'clock, an evil man made his bed and lay in it. A pot 
called the kettle black. A stone thrower broke the windows of his glass house. You look for this one under F for fucking terrible and J <laughs> for junk in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh my god. That's awesome. I feel like I have Jacob on Great. board. <laughs> I think Trez is the most positive out of all of us. But, I'm always uh, the actually, most positive. I I, 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 I did that joke, but I don't. Well, we'll see. Well, you know, I say that. Let's let's look at the. Let's look. Yeah. At the, uh, but anyways, do you guys have any final thoughts? Any final things you want to bring up about this episode before we go into the uh, rankings list? Nope. Just, just that this guy. He's what we hate now. Oh yeah. And he, he is who we thought he was. Yeah. And it's just. That was a football reference, by the way, Jacob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me, but I, I, I do they are who we thought they are. <laughs> yeah, I do think that he is very. It is a uh, he is very much just like cancel culture. I mean, you know, of course, without the turning people small thing, but it is kind of like they want to do that. They go and they attack people and want to make them so small that they're irrelevant and gone and destroy their lives, regardless of uh, if what they did was really that bad or even happened. It doesn't even matter nowadays. Like the the wife, I do think that was an interesting part. The wife coming in and saying, I mean, my husband was doing his fucking job. He can't save everybody. He was like, that's not an excuse. He should have saved this person. She's like, he was saving other people. He was busy. It's not his fault. And that's kind of like how it is nowadays. People don't look at things rationally they're just like oh my god they did this thing supposedly somebody said they did this thing that's all they need so they must be thrown off the face of the earth made two feet tall and just go away and that's i mean that's cancel culture and that's essentially what this guy was doing i mean the execution wasn't great but what it was talking about was kind of relevant now. yeah see that's all that's what i was saying earlier was it's a for all the other shit about this the message is timeless it's just delivered with a ham. It's ham-fisted. Quite honestly, if we were talking about this in 2005, 2010, I don't think it would have the relevance that it has now. Still wouldn't be good. Um, but at least there's that. I mean, it does have like kind of a, a, a nowadays relevance that like back then, this seemed so like when you if you're watching this in 1962 or three. It's probably like this is ridiculous. This is so. See, I don't top. agree with that though because I do think you would have those having yeah. seen what happened in the fifties, like the red scare and all that stuff, and all of the things that came about that. Right. I think, I think you would have had not the true. same, not the same kind of variation, but yeah, I think you would have. I guess it all known. just comes back around. Oh, 100%. because well, by the time like the seventies and or at least definitely the eighties and nineties rolled around, this type of thing would have just been like, come on. Get, get, nobody's grow up, up basically yeah nobody nobody would have like taken any of this serious i guess it would have been relevant back then too you have a very good point but like like i said there's a solid 30 or so years there that we would have just looked at this and been like that's just so over the top not the shrinking part but the like yeah. telling on people and trying to have them you know eradicated um but then you come around to modern day and all of a sudden oh well still not good but hmm it's not so over the top and crazy that somebody yeah. would do something like this. And that's the worst thing. I was going to say, do you think this is close enough to the Red Scare and everyone's a communist thing that 
Oh yeah. It, it it would be dismissed. Like I'm saying the opposite. Like them people were crazy. And that's kind of what this actor thought. Like I said, this actor was an anti-McCarthy era guy. And he did this to kind of make them people look stupid. Do you think it's close enough that they're like, oh, that person's crazy? And then, as you said, like 20 years later, like, oh, we can start prank calling people and insulting people again. And now we're <laughs> far enough away that the next generation doesn't remember McCarthyism. Yeah, I think then they did. I don't think like like you said, if a decade or so later, no, I think I don't think people. It was far enough away at that point that I think people were like, "What? Come on, get over yourself." Yeah. Well, it's I will crazy. say this, and I and it's it's kind of in the same vein, but I think it was done with a little bit more nuance. But it was a very visually clear message. There's an episode of the original Star Trek series where there's two groups of people on a planet. One has white; their faces are both white and black. One has white on the left side, the other one has white on the right side. And they, they are unconsolable. Like they can't, they cannot reconcile their differences, despite the fact they're essentially the same thing reversed. And that's yeah. kind of like everything back then kind of had that very straightforward, kind of in, in a way ham fisted, yeah, a very clear, straightforward execution. But that did it a hell of a lot better than this did. And I, I don't I don't know where I was going with that other than to say that there was other stuff like this, like this kind of thing back then, but it was done better. I think in the 60s, I mean, there was still some of that stuff going on for sure, but it was kind of coming to an end. Uh, it wasn't as predominant as, like, say, the 50s. Yeah. But um, I think people still definitely remembered. I think people put two and two together when watching this episode for sure. So I think oh, that the they actors... would have been you would have had to have been a complete nutter numpty to not be able to get the message of this one. I think. Yeah. Anybody who was watching the Twilight Zone at least they were like, yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah. I, I kind of need how it all comes back around though. I mean, no, I mean it's not neat. It kind of sucks. But... <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's a pendulum. I mean, look at you can you can look at history and the pendulum swings left and right. You know, I will say this much, at least back then they had like a true actual threat to be scared of and they were saying these things. Nowadays, it's just because people ain't got shit better to do a lot of the time. Not all yeah. of it. I'm not sitting here saying, you know, no, we everybody get, who's been called dude, out. Is, we get it. We get it. No, A worries. lot of people have been called out and it's like, I mean, you got any proof? Anybody That's like, why I called it takedown culture, not cancel culture. Because people that get canceled usually did do something wrong. But the takedown culture of when you were a teenager, you said something wrong and now you're 30 years old and you should be fired from your job because you made a dirty joke 15 years ago. Like, mm -hmm. that's what people want to do now. You committed one crime. You're never allowed to have a job again. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And that's where we're at now. And that's what this guy is trying to do is... This guy had 400 patients, 399 of them did great, and one died. We should burn him at the stake because he didn't save all 400. That's how it works, though, man. I mean, like, that one, that's the front page news. Yeah. Doctor lets man die due to yeah. negligence. And it's like, well, what about the other 500 people he saved? You know, there is value in that. You know, we don't, people don't look at that. Yeah. There's no room well, for, for, for multiple opinions and multiple like there's no gray everything's black and white absolutely and i do think that that was that's why i said the woman coming i think wasn't bad because she was showing hey 
uh here's like the other side she was right. giving her take on the other side so now i still stick by i don't think it was necessarily all done well but i think that the the idea was sound yeah i will say too with the lady you got to see like his response when confronted oh it's the same you, you confront someone with with you know hey well this is this is what's actually going shut the fuck up you're changing you're you're trying to like get in my head and change my narrative what i think fuck off yeah <laughs> you know I actually saw a thing on uh, Twitter, the Internet Hall of Fame account. Oh, that's a great account. (laughs) It's a great account. And this guy says, oh, you know, doxing people is illegal. And the guy says, okay, show me the law. They send him the PDF. He says, I'm not going to fucking read that. The Internet. It's exactly (laughs) what Jacob's saying. Like, oh, here's, here's something I believe. Here's 900 articles that say it's not true. Why are you trying to say things that i say aren't true are you targeting me how dare you you try and change my opinion on what a youtuber said right or it's all (laughs) it's all mainstream bullshit uh i only trust this one guy on youtube that likes to smoke a hookah get out of my echo chamber i trust nobody i trust none of you guys who are you guys i I just got i mean i'm a flat 2d (laughs) rendering of a person that exists in cyberspace there you go I just got I got one thing to say about this episode and one thing only. It comes from the great movie called Scrooge. And the quote reads from Frank Cross, the bitch hit me with the toaster. <laughs> That's what that this is... episode feels like. I got hit in the, by a bitch with the toaster. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, didn't I, I, <laughs> no <we're... laughs> oh, I got man. one thing to say in addition to that. I feel like this episode Mystery is kinda... eggs, fuck you. <laughs> all of our talk about complaining of uh people trying to change our opinions let's rank the episode in <laughs> argue Dude, about rank, our opinions raymond's ranking us in like wrangling us in <laughs> all right so with that said uh let's go ahead and head into the last segment which of course is the twilight zone ranking list the greatest ranking list because three eggs fuck you hmm? no, uh, we're denuding all, everything we must right. denude this episode yes uh, so with that said, I had to put this at the bottom. Start from there. 90, 94. I'm putting it at number three. You would. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, Jacob, I, I'll concede to that. We'll put it at uh, number 31. <laughs> oh, I know what you did, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, uh, I'll start with uh, just right above the jungle. Yeah, I the trouble with Dumbledore, as Jacob has said 400 times, makes no fucking sense. Why was he going back in time? The only thing we accomplish is that he's slightly less miserable now, and we needed time travel for that. It wasn't even that he went back in time, it was that he went back in time, and it's like the people that he went back in time, they all knew he was back in time, like it was like a set like a play but then it was back in time was it a fuck it's like they were aware but he wasn't like when he walked away they're all like i was like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> they don't like his ass uh yeah. static of course is old man makes kid carry up uh was tv so or radio <laughs> static the jungle was so is fucking man gets chased by fake fake animals and then gets eaten by a lion um, I, I'll be honest with Good you. Idea, bad, this terrible episode. execution. Huh? Oh, the fever's yeah. like like leaps and bounds above this episode. Like it's fun think, compared to this shit. Yeah, I could deal with the fever over this. I mean, I'm cool with that, honestly. Putting it at well, what would that be? Ninety one. 
Yeah. Uh, 90. Or, yeah, 91. Yeah, yeah, 91. 91. Yeah, like Jacob said, at least the fever has a narrative. It's terrible. Yeah. But at least something happens and you know what's happening the entire mm. time. It's got Franklin. Yes. Yeah. And it's got people not caring. This guy just fell out of a two foot window. You know, just leave him there. <laughs> the jungle yeah. is nonsensical. Just guy running. Tigers show up in the middle of the street. And- yeah. There's shit that Lions happens in-, in that one too. Like the guy, the, the cab driver, didn't he just die? Yeah. He just yeah, dies. He's just, like, so. just fucking de- dead. No reason. Just lions and tigers and death. Cabbies and he got out of the car like, ah, oh, well, dead. <laughs> and just walked off like it was no thing. I was like, <laughs> And the static is another super low stakes one like Trouble with Templeton where a guy listens to an old radio and then listens to an old radio again. And <laughs> like... I'm so I, I think I fell asleep in that episode. I'm getting sleepy talking about that episode. Uh, it's still okay, valid the one where like everybody's everybody's like not real frozen. or everybody's like frozen. Yeah, that's, that movie, they're that's all frozen. Bad too. Yeah, and it's got like the the hillbilly guy who's who's like a demon or whatever. Yeah. No, he's a witch. I think yeah. he has like the the book that says witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to be straightforward with that. And then you got the episode like the shelter where there's like a whole bunch of people like trying to vie for shelter. I mean, this is so much better than that. I, I think anything better than <laughs> I think everything is worse than the shelter shelter is a good oh. movie or episode i'm kidding i'm because d- i said i was gonna so, if you're not me. kidding you mean it Grim, you were the most positive it <laughs> was the most positive about this episode so where are you oh my god thinking? no i agree i think i think between the fever and the jungle sounds like a, a good solid spot for this because it does blow massive goats and i have proof i mean can <laughs> so we can we move the jungle up one you want to put the jungle above this? So ninety and ninety one will be jungle fever. Just switch the paper in the jungle. <laughs> we could go static see, jungle Jacob. fever. Jacob is see, just Jacob, trying see the to one? set a precedent for changing things. So later see, Jacob, on, there's, there's like... egg. see there, there's a problem to me. Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, there's a problem though. You, when we get to the end of the series, I'm only gonna let you change one thing. You can either change the jungle fever or, uh, what was it? Or take the invaders and put it at the bottom. Oof! What? what that that doesn't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> no, no, or uh, perchance a dream. You can only have one of those decisions. Well, fever jungle, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like how Jacob's like, what the fuck are you talking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so talk about Willis? Uh, low shit. stakes. Yeah, I'm decision. okay <laughs> with that because, like we said, the static in Trouble with Dumbledore are so low stakes that we basically don't change anything. You know what? All. I will say, I will say this, and I know that I just said that I was okay with it being below the fever. But honestly, it's such a piece of shit, and the guy in it is such an absolute goddamn piece of. So yeah, number ninety four. I agree. I kind of, I kind of want to put it there just to be massively spiteful. What ninety four? I yes. agree. Because he deserves it. As yeah, a that's that's kind of that's worst. me being a spiteful, cynical bitch. I was honestly so unenthralled and uninterested in what was going on that I didn't really give a shit that he was a dick. I was just that's like, fair. no, that's fair. I I have no investment in this episode whatsoever until he became a little person. 
We do not know how tall Triv is, but he would definitely make a 2D person two feet tall. Oh, Triv's like eight feet tall. You didn't know that? She's like, <laughs> she, like, she, she, know. she said earlier she like didn't Amazon. know. I have no idea how tall I am. <laughs> yeah, she she's all about the snoo snoo, you know? I think it's on your uh, license. What? <laughs> I don't have a car. I don't have legs. You don't have a 2D car? No, I don't. I have a oh, that'd be theater. hilarious. You just like, you have legs. like those like old legs, 40s cartoons. That once I showed my legs. <laughs> yeah, you, you're like a weeble wobble. I am. I'm weeble wobble, kind of weeble wobble, weeble wobble. The problem is, is that if I go too far to this side, my arm gets really weird. It does. It gets you get the strong arm. This <laughs> 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 <It's> strong. <laughs> I get the weird arm with the guy from um, what is it? Scary movie two. Scary movie. He's a strong arm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a strong he hand. Mix it up the potatoes. Mix it up the potatoes. Like, or he's like, grab my hand. And the guy's like, no. It just falls. It's oh, such a man. terrible fucking movie. That movie hit a lot of like, yeah. great callbacks. It some, yeah, it had some good moments. It's definitely of its time. but oh, yeah. um, So back on track. So you guys want to put it at 91? Four o'clock? Yeah, I guess. Sure. Or do you want to put it at the bottom? I'll leave it to you guys. I'm I'm good putting it all the way down at the bottom to teach it to bitch ass who's boss. But I, I also because Good, we don't teach static... anybody bitch ass. We don't teach anybody on this podcast. We talk about penis stretchers, cups of Uranus. I know. I know. There's no I know. teaching. I mean, penis I guess we could torches. teach sex ed. We could be our own like <laughs> I would rather or... watch this than the trouble with Templeton. See, I don't I don't well, I guess repeat the parrot. He's pretty cool. I don't know. I yeah. I would toss out both of them, honestly. I mean, yeah, we're talking about the literal bottom of the barrel. I know, I know. I would, if if you said, hey, we're going to watch an episode and you have to watch it, pick Trouble with Templeton or this, I'm this. Trouble with Templeton seemed like it was, it seemed like one of those hour-long episodes you guys are telling me about. Yeah, fair. It was like, Jesus, is this ever going to end? And what in the ever-living fuck? Oh, that, I cannot, I cannot, I, I can't wait till we get past season four. But I cannot wait to get into season four. And then Jacob goes, I fucking quit. And he walks out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit. Uh, Fuck you. And Fuck I you. am not replacing you, Jacob. I'm not watching them. <laughs> well, it's only like 17 yeah. of them, isn't it? Yeah, only being the yeah. operative phrase. You're going to have to hodgepodge together. Once again, Jacob, member. when we get out of season four, you will be like, thank God, perchance a dream is higher on this list. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We shall see. Ooh. All um, right. So right, I'm gonna say let's just stick to 91. It's it because it it is it's better than the the jungle and static and the trouble with Templeton. But that's like saying chlamydia is better than gonorrhea. Yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. Is it? I don't know. I just came up with two. I don't. That's know like saying it's... blue waffles are the greatest thing ever. Anyways, what were yeah. you saying, Raven? I'm I'm good with that. I don't know whether ninety or ninety one, but I'm I'm okay with ninety one. Put it just ahead of the jungle because it's going to end least, up over hundred. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> going to end up terrible. So as long as it gets beaten down the list, I'm happy to be here and help it. Get oh, started. we'll make sure to beat it with an ugly stick <laughs> and have it hit every branch on the way down. We beat things down here. Yes, we do. Yeah. We beat, beat him hard beat and fast. Beat it hard <laughs> down. And deep. And then yeah. stretch him. <laughs> and just make him come out of our, our urine. So. The oh, fifth the dimension penis stretchers. 
<laughs> coming soon to an online store near you. There. <laughs> we're we're going to sell t-shirts that say penis stretcher coming to a Stretch online store near into you. the fifth dimension. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll settle with that. So new number, <laughs> new number 91 is going to be the, is going to be four o'clock, very low to the bottom, them, which yeah. deserves number one is still eye of the beholder. Number 94 is trouble with Templeton. Uh, number 77 episode, is a piano in the house. A penis stretcher in the house. <laughs> uh, but, as a bonus, Triv got what number piano in the house is right because this is yes, an episode yes. that was not better than it. So it yeah. did not move it on. It the did list. move down the list, so Triv remembered it. So yay. Anyways, with that said, the next episode is uh, what Triv considers one of her favorites. I know she because she's told me this and it's actual fact. I like it. It's not like top ten, but I enjoy the episode because it's goofy. It's fun. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. You, you really like this episode, which of course is season three, episode thirty, which is called Hocus Pocus and Frisbee, directed by once again by Lamont Johnson. Uh, oh, tell them to stop directing episodes. <laughs> uh, written by Ross Serling, stars Andy Devine, Milton S- Sesler, Selzer, Peter Bacco, and Howard McNear. So it also has that. a giant Cracker Barrel, not the restaurant, but a giant barrel of literal crackers. What the fuck? That's is probably this where picture? Cracker Barrel. Ga- <laughs> that's oh, where. That's where. That's where <laughs> Cracker Barrel guys name from. What in the fuck? Exactly. It's the invisible. It's the. It's the. Uh, uh discount uh discount invisible man that's what i was gonna say looks like <laughs> we go from absolute bullshit to this yeah the intro to, at the end man. of this at the end of this when they say what the next episode is so weird he's like every so often we have a new actor on this show like what the fuck are you talking about it's an anthology series every episode <laughs> has a new actor <laughs> so we'll look forward to that raymond Thank you for coming on again. Oh, yeah. We, we don't have any consolation fun. prizes for you, but we're glad you got us through four o'clock uh, in six hours, you know, talking about it. So, uh, <laughs> would you like to have awesome. a penis stretcher in the house t shirt? <laughs> no, or a penis torch. I'm... Yes, or a penis torch. Is coming I... Soon. <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, thanks for having me on, guys. It's always fun. Yeah. Uh, Where's your content? Pleasure on our end too. Uh, yeah. Rain, it's what Ray HS1984 or uh, Raymond H. Smith on Twitter because some other guy that complains about customer service has Raymond Smith. <laughs> so. Nice, nice, yeah. I look forward to his content. He he definitely brings out some of the weirdest videos I've seen when it comes to like movies. Like, I, I don't know half these movies you're talking about, but I'm sure they're delightful. You guys have opened my eyes to the world of movies and how pretty much anyone can make a movie and it can be really really strange but yes. you know it's great content so jacob <laughs> jacob he's he's like look, look forward to my upcoming videos on a rock space opera and steel in lace which is apparently about a woman who dies and her brother brings her back to life as an android to <laughs> kill the people that testified on behalf of her rapist so oh so it's like rotor yeah an 80s movie that started out kind of a family kids movie that ended up being something like that with like the girlfriend who turned into a robot and started murdering people am i remembering that i wrong? think it was called mr right <laughs> was that what john mr right 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacob, you yes. have content. And do. you do things. Uh, we're still waiting on your next series, which I'm sure will be awesome. But where is that located? <laughs> it's exploding. <laughs> Double jump. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. On my YouTube channel. Retro JKXY, where you can find video game history documentary thingies that I make here in this room. For your pleasure. Pacing my voice and stuff and talk about old shit. Because I'm old. <laughs> yeah, come check that out. Got a new one coming sometime in the future. Depending on when you're watching this, it could have already came or it might be coming. <laughs> You'll just have to go there and check it out, see if you can figure out which it is. But uh, yeah. Jacob has been looking at too many penis torch videos in Maui. Yeah. Your penis torches in the mail, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Also, weirdly, since you've got the two eyes up and your nose or your your chair kind of curves around like a nose, it looks like you're sitting like in front of a yeah, it's kind of like a nose or kind of like a there's something coming out there's something coming out of his nose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's awesome. There's something coming out of a nose. Space ball. Oh, <laughs> shit. There goes the planet. There goes the All right. Uh, Triff, you also have content. It's Do located I? in many places and many things. It explodes all over us when you post a video. Where's that at? <laughs> um, it comes I, out of Uranus. I, I mean, I, I'll offer to pay for the car wash to take care of all the things that explode all over you i think uh <laughs> all the trip milkshakes come out from the boys from the yard oh my god damn straight um, it's you can, better than yours you can find my, <laughs> my non-jiggly uh body uh here on youtube uh i do random obscure and straight up bad movies uh my next one up is a collab on teenage mutant instruments that's about two weeks late i promise Ooh. it is coming uh hard and soon um i'm oh, also yeah. doing uh, uh blood sucking pharaohs from pittsburgh uh coming up here shortly so that should be fun but uh yeah keep track of what was supposed to be a full month of content is not a full month of content but we're doing what we can so we'll get there when we get there so so yeah when Trevor records a video it's usually about eight months before it pops up so because she 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 lives in the twilight zone she's sorry. shrinking mm-hmm. no i'm kidding Wrong i'm kidding trip i'm sorry uploading sorry. at four o'clock <laughs> I'm gonna turn everybody that's when, only, that's when it only takes two minutes and not six hours to upload true oh uh, shit so anyway i'm somewhere on in, the the, in the world of youtubes and movie emporiums and content uh yeah i saw exorcist a believer that was a thing um i posted <laughs> another review i don't know these things i do for this place that i call movie emporium that's where this channel is held Audio feeds are Anchor, SoundCloud, and all that good stuff. So look forward to there. Please rate, subscribe. But with that said, we're finally getting out of this awful, awful episode. And we're going to move on to the next week's episode. And for myself, Triv, and Jacob, and Raymond, we'll see you guys next time in the Twilight Zone. Peace out, motherfucker. Peace, Twitter.